Sound King. Woo! Are you coffee? living example of you can get punched in the face and get back up because I'm the modern day Aztec warrior. <laughs>
you know, um, <laughs> my, my actual first like fight with the referee was with Dirty Devil. Dang, hell Classic, yeah. bro. Classic. Shout out to Dirty Devil, the OG. He's a I love Dirty Devil. When he gave a scrap right, he put work in. And I was I, I lucked up because that was the first fight of yours I watched. And I mean, you went from Dirty Devil, who has hands, to Compa G, who's already certified in the West Coast of the boxer as well. So I mean, it's I'm curious to see either who you want next or who you're gonna get next. I'm kind of like, ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like I've said before, whoever the powers of be want me to want me to fight, I'll fight them. Um, someone pref preferably in my weight, though, because the last fight they wanted uh, me to fight um, was a smaller guy. Uh, I want I want someone around my weight. Um, you know, one set like it, well, anywhere from one seventy, one seventy five. Hey, with yeah. that said, do you have uh, anyone in mind? Anyone on the list? No, not really. Anybody. Anybody but my teammates. Straight up. I can respect that. And that's, I'm actually funny because I had that question for you, uh, Aranya. I was curious if you had your eyes set on anybody because I know uh, we have a good division for, I think, like, 145 and under, and then about 170 and above for boxing. I feel like those are two very solid areas we have. Anyone you think you might go good against? Uh, honestly, I think I might compete against anybody, you know, because I never know who I'm training against because they're all uh, fierce and hard fighters. And so I try to I try to stay ready for anybody, you know. I know they have some good heavy hitters. You know, I try to keep up with them. Even though they're, like, older than me, <laughs> you still got to train twice as hard. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I, with hard work, skills. I'll let you say it. I like that mentality. That, that's all I was going to say. Hey, go see, honestly, go for it. The one thing a lot of fighters have said, and you guys can even chime in what you think too, is my first thing is just get out there. You don't know what you're going to work on until you get out. You can run, you can train, you can spar, but until you have your first 100% somebody going all out on you and you going all out on them, the adrenaline with the rush, the the everything, even the slip ups. It's you'll really just see from there where to grow and how to build. I don't know. What do you guys think? That's true. Yeah, that's true. There's sparring, sparring, even if it's hard, it's still not the same thing as fighting. You get the smaller gloves, and in street beef's case, you don't have headgear. And you know, some people, especially the newer guys, you're gonna have a little bit of nerves. Going running through your veins. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I think the adrenaline too is my favorite thing uh, to kind of get through. After a few fights, you kind of walk in, and it's not necessarily as much adrenaline as you know how to kind of calm it out. It's almost enjoyable. It's like ah, so it's like I don't know what's what's your guys' headspace that you kind of because I know everyone. Some people see they get ready to kill. Some people find it more like a chess match and almost like listening to classical music. How do you guys prepare for a fight with your mentality? Mm. Deep waters. Hey, deep waters. Right. Constantly in the deep waters. It, we might not have to go to the deep waters, but we train uh, in the deep water all the time. Absolutely. What about you, Adanya? I heard about uh, Mike 100 uh, spar sessions and how, you know, it's straight fireworks from start to finish. 
And it shows in your in your fighting and in your performance, you know. It, it definitely shows that that nonstop, no quit dog. You know, you see it. Thank you. Quick uh, question for uh, Aranya. Oh Excuse shit! Me, Are you here? Yeah, my my internet's just, like acting so slow. Uh, sorry, what was the question? It happens, bro. Uh, I wanted to ask you, man. How is, with you being eighteen, how long have you been fighting? For about uh, three years, almost, but. Like, in those three years, like, a lot's happened. Like, in my first year, I didn't really, like, get to spar as much. I just only, like, learned the basics, obviously. But then in my second year, you know, that's when I was, like, you know, I kind of do like this. And then my third year, which is now, I was like, you know what, let's continue to do this, you know? Dope. Thank you. And what's yeah. your, your mentality for when you go in the cage? How do you prepare? I feel like uh, the other people want the other guy to win, and I don't like that. So I'm just like, prove him wrong. I, I like that. I feel like I kind of like clock in and go to work. I feel like that's where I'm at now. I know when to use a certain mentality. I know that when I fought, it was more of a blind rage. Now I feel like I actually have control over when I fight. So it's, I, yeah, I clock in, I go to work. I can goof off a little bit, like, you know, five minutes before my fight. But then after that, it's kind of like I zone in. You walk in, and the minute you step in, it's like your punch card gets hit, and you're like, all right, we're here to handle business. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I like that. I like that. See, me, I'm a little different. I got to I gotta almost prep uh, mentally and, and physically, but I almost have to prep mentally for months in advance, bro. I got to envision the fight. I got to put myself almost in a simulator, you know, for, for days on end, you know, and uh, – yeah, yeah. For me, it's it's a it's a it's a little bit of a transformation because I gotta I gotta sit on it. You know what I mean, and know that I'm I'm prepared to go to war if need be. You know, like this is this is what it is. You know, um, you know how some people say like, uh, oh, sparring is fighting. It's really not. Even if it's a hard spar, you know, uh, I, I could put it like this. It's real simple. You could walk out of a hard spar myself i can walk out of a hard spar and i can recall everything that went on in that spar exactly regardless to how exactly. the fight went bro after a real fight yeah yep. fogginess yep. i remember but i can't really say what happened i gotta see it so you have to have a good corner yeah yeah your let you know what's working and what what we what you have to work on yeah you know people forget the the mental it's huge Exactly. Yeah, it's a mental game. And uh I was curious, Mike 100, where so you said you train at a gym. Do you ever train with other street beat people too? Or how long have you been with yeah, 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 hell yeah. Um train with people from Street Beefs all the way from San Diego all the way up to Victorville. Dang, all right. A whole bunch of guys. Six one nine, um, Hitman, Coyote, uh Coach well, we had one fight, but Coach Drew. Who's in the BKFC now? I always get some heat from those guys up there. Also, um, some other some other guys at the Cobra Kai MMA. We, we get some good rounds up there too. Uh, I mean, there's a like five or six different gyms that I could probably more than that that I could name. Working. You also do coaching, correct? Yeah. Yep. I'm. I'm actually right now. <laughs> 
I'm supposed to be coaching my kids right now, but uh, I had to tell them that we're going to move it to tomorrow. So, but yeah, yep. Hey, well, we yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. you coming, bro. That's it. We appreciate <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. And I was going to say, Aranya, you, I know you train with a few people from around the scrapyard. You want to tell everyone who you train with? Yeah, I train with uh, Lights Out and JB. And we have our own little group. It's called Cutthroat Boxing. And how do you feel that that's improved uh, your technical skill when it's come to getting in that cage or that ring? You said what? How, how has it improved your technical skill? Because I know both of them have had they have good training. They Both of them showed crazy improvement throughout the past few years. So I just want to see how like that benefited you. They give, they give me something to think about because, like, you know, you can only see so much from, like, your point of view when you're fighting. But when other people see how you fight, you know, like, it's kind of different. And so, you know, I take a lot of things, what they say, like, to heart. And so, like, I, like, they tell me to, like, move around more and, like, you know, do certain techniques a lot more. And so I implement them. And, you know, I find out that they work. So, you know, it's good to have people that are real to you and not, they're not going to, like, always, like, hype you up, you know? Mm. That's, that's, yeah, they even say about real friends, too. You know, the real, the best of the best friends aren't going to tell you everything you want to hear. Sometimes they have to tell you that one or two things you don't want to hear, but at least you know that they're being real. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. Only way to progress, bro. Only way to progress. Hey, uh, Aranya, when, uh, how far do you plan on taking this scrapyard uh, career? I don't know, because me and my friends, they, we want to like actually like do this for real. So we want to okay. go to like we want to go to amateurs, and then we want to like turn professional after like a certain amount of fights in the amateurs in the amateur league, and then go professional from there. But we have to like get with like a a coach, like a a real real coach. And right. We can have we can have cutthroat boxing, but it's just we need like. People with like sanctioned like experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A little icing on the cake. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, I like it a lot. I know Bomb Squad too. I forgot Bomb Squad. Oh, Bomb Squad, you hit me. That's Bro, I can hear Hitman screaming it somehow. I can hear him in his Bomb Squad. <laughs> I can see the jersey right now when you said that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, uh, Mike, I was curious because he talked about uh, Aranya, some of his goals, and you having um, the skill set that you have, and with 2023 being around the corner, what were some of your fighter goals that you had as well? Bare knuckle. What? That was one of my damn points. Oh! 165. 165, maybe 155, because it's the next day weighing, so shit. Got all day for that. But yeah, bare knuckle should be coming up. That's yeah. If you've seen the show before, and everyone you knew, we've had some BKFC fighters on here. We got yep. some young ones. We got some of the old ones. We had Kai Stewart when he made wave. We had yep. fighter legends like Joey Beltran come on. We've even had some of the girls like, oh my goodness, this is so crazy. Check it out. We got a future BKFC fighter right here, right now. Yeah, no, it's going down, man. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We got future pro, the future pro, too. Yeah, we claiming that we fan that now. <laughs> hey, I can dig it. So, um, what kind of intrigued you then to getting into BKFC? I'm curious. 
Um, so I had a conversation. So I just was looking at myself. I'm 35. Um, so you got pro boxing or bare knuckle. And for me, bare knuckle um, made more sense. Uh, all you need for bare knuckle is a hard punch. You have to be able to take a punch, and you need heart. And that's all. That's all you need for bare knuckle. Yep, that's it. Age, I don't think age is 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 as big as a factor as it is in professional boxing. So that's why I'm choosing bare knuckle. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. We love bare knuckle over here. That's, and some of the questions we've even asked people, or even if they would ever consider bare knuckle, or uh, how they take care of their hands. I mean. And Aranya, as you heard earlier, we've had some young people who got into BKFC and these, you know, age really doesn't matter. If you were, if that ever came across your path, do you think you might do that or you want to stick to just straight boxing? I respect bare knuckle boxers a lot. You know, it takes a lot of guts out there. And I, I see the pictures every time, like, after they fight, it's like all bloody and like. Yeah, man. I, I respect it. But me personally. Me personally, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do that, but I respect yeah. people that do that. You know, you're also 18, man. Give it about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All your joints are good. <laughs> a lifetime ago. <laughs> it's definitely it's for a certain fighter, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do love anything related to the fight game because, like, I always tell people, I've had one person be like, "Oh yeah, you're playing around fighting." I was like, no, "No, no, no, we don't play fight. You can play football. You can play any sport. You don't play fight. I don't care." MMA, boxing, BKFC, that you don't play. You step in there, it takes heart, and it takes a real man or woman to really stand face-to-face, one-on-one. No one's getting involved. You're really just testing yourself. I mean, there's obviously it's it's big for what it is, but there's not as many people that do it, which goes to show that, you know, there is only a small percentage of us that really are fighters. And I think that in life, we become more successful because of it, because you have to fight in life regardless. Grows your character. True, true. Mm -hmm. Hey, Jay, can you uh, pull up that last comment real quick? The one by Jay Mania. So this is Shout out to Zay. And he's telling us right now, this man hits like a truck. <laughs> That's with gloves on. Imagine, imagine bare knuckle. These dudes are dropping left and right. I think earlier Hitman says something about how hard he hits too, yeah. Yeah, man. Let's give it crazy to see. I got my fight pass already paid for. I watch it every weekend. <laughs> I don't know if you saw his last fight on the live stream, bro, but it was it was a it was a banger, bro. It was a banger. If you check out on uh, if you guys audience, you guys go to Heart in the Fight channel, check out the live stream from uh from Saturday, and uh, make sure you look up Mike 100's fight because this man went to work. Yes. Oh. Man. All right, so you find three cages now. Then the smoke ranch, the other cage, and then uh, the one with the hay barrels. That the yeah the um the one in uh California um I think it's a barefoot farmers uh pad. I think I think barefoot farmer. I think that was his name. That's the guy uh in Ventura or uh, yeah somewhere in Ventura. It was really nice, uh, real scenic. Didn't feel like uh where you know usually you don't fight in places like that. It was it was really nice. 
And uh, for both of you, for Aranya and uh, Mike 100, do you guys think you might just stay in your respective branches? Do you want to try to branch out uh, and try to hit a couple other yards? Is that on your to-do list or kind of in? What's up, guys? Oh, oh no, I'm waiting on him. I don't yeah, know. Let's hear that. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I thought he I thought he was gonna go first. <laughs> uh so um yeah, man, I wanna get one of these days. I mean it's a it's a big trip, but I know Hitman and uh wants to go across the country to the OG yard. So if he's gonna go, shoot, I'm gonna go too. So that's that's one. Um, I got some family up there in um, in Kent. So maybe when, when I'm visiting some family up there, uh, I might slide through to Gig Harbor. Heck yeah! So hey, that'd be dope man. to see to see Mike in, in every yard. Fire! I want to hear how every punch sounds in the different cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Loud as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about you, uh, Arania? You uh, you thinking about going to any other branch or or what? Uh, probably just stay in this one because it's closer and I don't drive yet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, plane tickets are expensive. I'm trying to save. That's a damn true. For, yeah, for sure, for, yeah. Uh, but maybe later on. Yeah. Now I got I got kind of a fun one. I'm curious because obviously we have like a younger and older fighter and we have different uh generations. I was curious as to who some of your inspirations of fighting would be. Because I mean if I was to say, you know, I like my Chicano fighters, you might say De La Hoya and you might say Ryan Garcia. I don't know, but <laughs> Uh, Ryan Garcia. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't say Ryan Garcia, that's it, but that's just me. Yeah. Like, um, he's interesting. I'll say that. I was just... <laughs> so what do you think, Mike? Who's some of your favorite fighters? Shoot, the fighters that I fight with, that I train with right now. I like the fighters, that. Yeah. Fighters that I train with right now, every day, every that I see every day. Those are the ones that, that um, inspire me. What about you, Ananya? I know you're, you're thinking you got some good ones, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they freeze? Oh, man. That's that last five, man. Did you, you hear so, that? Huh? Uh, my skin color again. Uh, for boxing or for MMA? Yeah, you can what box MMA either one. Just yeah. Well, I really like uh, Tyson Fury, and then also Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's that glitch in the matrix. I'll, I'll throw one. I'll throw a couple out. Uh, Turo Gotti. When I was a kid, I always like watching the Turo Gotti fights. Um, and uh, the dude who knocked Mayweather's tooth out. Uh, damn, what's his name? I know you're talking about. I forgot his name, too. Argentinian, the Argentina fire. Marcos like Maidana? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I like I like the way he punches, man. He's got real like different style of punching. It's like a it's like a downward um, overhand that you can't prepare for that. There's no one else punching like that. So, but yeah, I'm not really an inspiration, but I uh, I like his style. Definitely, there's it's it's hard because there are certain boxers that really solidify their names, and I know a lot of them. Uh, I always hear Mike Tyson, and people are like, you know, I don't want to sound cliche, but you know, Mike Tyson. <laughs> it's like hey, you I'm actually Mike. Mike. Mike was the hero, man. Growing <laughs> up, yeah, for sure. So, I was curious. This is where we get a little a little juicy for this question. Why do you guys fight? What is the real reason that you, you step out of there and you actually get in that cage? And uh, we can start with Mike, and then uh, we get Aranya right after. Uh, for me, it would be the endorphins. I chase the endorphins, uh, that, feel, that good feeling you get after. And I, it's not just for fighting, but it's from, like, working out, period. It's like a lifestyle. So, uh, and then some days when I – um, when it's rare, but some days when I'm like, damn, I don't feel like doing this run. I know after I bang out, you know, it's them seven miles, then it's going to feel good. So once I started grasping that and realizing that, I started chasing that. You know, from one to two to – Four times a day, so that's why I like, like fighting. That's so dope, bro. Right why I like fighting? Yeah. Why do you fight? I fight because I know this is what's gonna like help me, you know, get out. Well, not necessarily anything, but I know this is like gonna help me get to where I need to in the future. You know, I know this is. Sorry, we got a phone call. I was, it was, you know who's calling me? Lights out. <laughs> but, oh, uh, you should be watching a live. I know. <laughs> uh, Lights out. I fight. I, fight. <laughs> I, I, I mainly fight for me too. I know. I know what I have to do. You know, I know I have to do this because, you know, this is what I feel like I'm made to do. Mm. That's yeah, a solid man. Hey, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, where did the names come from? How did we come up with those the names? Go ahead, man. For me, it was actually interesting. So I was like wearing like Spider-Man trunks, and it it had like a Spider-Man logo on it. And so when I was like signing up for my name, like originally on my name when I signed into the September event. Like the very first event I've ever signed up for, it was like I, I signed up as the express, like a train. But when I got cool. to the event, when I got to the event, I was like, I don't want that to be my name. So I was just like, I don't know. I you can't do Spider Man because it's copyrighted. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> so there's a lady over there, and she was like, Hmm, how about we do La Araña? And I was like, Okay, that works. And so. That's basically how it came up with. What does that mean? The spider. Oh, okay. In Spanish, yeah. Hey, dude. Hey, it fits, bro. 
experience yeah, yeah. quick or lengthy, you got a length, and yeah, it's yeah, it's it definitely good. that's a lot better than express. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, for me, it was I was kind of being stubborn, I think. Uh, so they told me to put my fight name, and I put Mike. And I think it was Martin or someone was like, "Hey, you can't put your your name. You got you got to have a fight name." So I was like, "Okay, Mike 100. Can I do that?" <laughs> so I still got my name, just a couple numbers after it. <laughs> but that's how that's how I came up with my name. Does Mike? Does Mike 100 mean like uh, you keep? What was that? Does Mike 100 like you keep it real? Like you keep it 100? No, no. <laughs> I just wanted my name to be, I wanted people to know my name. So oh, okay. That's all. Hey, well, Tiny Tech's there. Yeah, he's taking credit. Yeah, Tiny Tech. <laughs> <laughs> Put that name in stone. The crazy part is like just adding the 100. It makes it so memorable, like you know what I mean. People it. It fits now, man. Because before people didn't believe that that was my name, uh, but now everybody knows that's my name now. So it, it's it's pretty cool. Before people were like, "What's your name?" And I tell them, and they're like, "But what's your nickname?" And I tell them, they'll be like, "Nah, man, that ain't your nickname." But <laughs> Say by like the last six months, we were like, oh, okay, that's that's his nickname. <laughs> I think I saw down in the comments that there was one question where uh, they were asking who your toughest opponent was. Mm. No. Yep, right there, bam. Who's your toughest opponent? Um, I'd say my, my amateur. I'd say my amateur uh, in USA boxing. I had um, I had a wasn't really a tough opponent. What it really was is I had Achilles surgery five months prior. So um, I was doing everything but running, right? I was doing the Versa climbers, doing the Stairmaster. I was doing the rower, thousands of meters. I mean, working out three hours a day, everything but running because I couldn't run because I just had Achilles surgery. And, um, yeah, I got a fat dude, dude, and uh, – it wasn't, I mean, I went all three rounds, but, uh, you know, um, I learned a lesson. And the lesson is you have to run. You can't cheat the system. Yeah. So, especially for my style. All you fighters listen up. Everybody needs to listen on that. You can't skip out on running. Can't skip out on it. Even though I didn't want to. I tried to cheat the system. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna do this versa climb. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm do that. And I, I did it. Trust, believe, I did it. But um, no, nah, there's nothing that substitutes running and sprinting. Nothing. What about you? I don't, what's your? Uh, who was your hardest opponent? My hardest so far. It had been my first fight with the uh, fool. The the dude that I fought in the September event, he was hard. Yeah. I was like doing like a lot of, stuff. it wasn't like, I look back on it now. Like I was like rewatching it. I was like, you know, like, why did I do that? Cause like, there was like a certain time in the fight where I was just like, you know, shuffling my feet around. I'm like, that why that's like wasted movement. I could have like done a faint or like done something like, I was like 
yeah I, I don't know why i didn't like take that one like as serious as like i'm taking the other ones now but yeah he he fought like a counter puncher like a mm-hmm. floyd Mayweather. you know that's how he was getting me most of the time but you know that's how we overcome adversity you know yeah, I yeah. feel like those fights are kind of hard. You always have to constantly engage. Just constantly engage. It's like, come on, man. Throw a little something back. <laughs> He's counter. So it was like. Was Were there hard? Were, was it hard counters? Yeah, but he was like a, really like single punches. And so I would like throw more like punches and bunches. Because like he would throw one or two shots that would like connect. But then I would come back with like. Like was he punch. throwing like body shots and or just strictly headshots? He was throwing more headshots. He threw like a body shot like once or twice in the fight, but not as many. But I'm gonna have to check that fight out. Mm-hmm. A full P A O O L. Yeah, yeah, you, you came out and you surprised me. So yeah, I was impressed with your fighting style. It was cool. I liked it. Thank you. Yeah, that was the one I had uh, watched right before we uh, went live, and. Uh, you know, same thing as Buddy. I was impressed. And it's, I don't like, yeah, you were kind of fast going around and he traded with lights out. And I'll say this one's spoilers. So I don't know if the fight's out yet. Lights out almost caught himself in trouble dancing around during his fight because he was goofing around, dancing, throwing a couple showboat. And, you know, we all have fun. And uh, he was joking around, did something, posed, and dropped to one full knee. And then came back up. And I was like, well, and it caused this huge, I guess, I'm not going to say we won or lost, but it caused this controversy temporarily because it was like, so you know, you're grouping off your dance when you took a knee and then finally, you know, you take knee to this and it was like this whole thing and that was crazy. But yeah, wait for yeah. the fight to come out. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that was really funny, actually. <laughs> and I was like, during the fight, he was like, wait a minute, what? Because like he thought it costed him. I was like, well, he, you don't know that. <laughs> But it was like, what? Like, it was so important, too, because it was like, yeah, I was like, you know, we have to see what they say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I got to check that fight out when it drops. It's entertaining. I'll say that. It's very entertaining. So, like, Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Hey, Mike, uh, we were talking about cardio earlier. Uh, I wanted to ask. Uh, especially with your style, man, you know, uh, if you guys haven't watched a Mike 100 fight, you need to go search him up right now. Actually, after the show, after the show, <laughs> uh, because this man is throwing bombs the entire fight. And, you know, the thing that that baffles me is you don't lose any cardio. It's like you're doing it every single round consistently pressing forward. So uh, question is, how do we do that? How do you do it? Well, the crazy thing is for this fight, I just got over it. Well, like two days before the fight, I had a lung infection. And six days before that, I was sick. So I got sick twice. Uh, so really, in my opinion, I don't think I could have done I could have done, done a lot more. I think I was like 35% that fight. Um, but what do I do? Uh Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, uh, about seven miles. Um, but then some days, like when it gets closer to the fight, uh, a lot of uphill sprinting. 
But yeah, consistently about like seven miles a day, six. And like if 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 I got like some strength and conditioning that day, we'll lower it to like five. But I think um, having uh, me for me, uh, you know, um, having a base cardio's like I agree, Tank. I agree. Really important to have that uh, that cardio. That base cardio. Like I said, some days, man, because I go to work, I wake up at two in the morning. I go to work. I got to be at work at four in the morning. I go to the boxing gym at, tw- well, I get off at 12 30, go to the boxing gym, spar, get home, and go run seven miles. And some days when it's like seven o'clock at night and I got up at two in the morning, it's kind of like, Damn, it's a, but like I said, I'm start. I, I figured out when you don't want to do something and you do it, you get a reward at the end. So it's like a double reward. You know, you get a reward right there, and then you get a reward when it's time to fight and stay. And also staying in shape, we could take a fight anytime. There is no camp. We're always in camp all the time. So they could be like, "Hey, we got something for you next week." Boom, let's do it. Damn, that's when I got to step my game up then, shit. I, I get my training, and then I take a little time off, then I train a little. I, I, like, balloon up, then I get – I'm, like, kind of, kind of like Patty Pimbley. Just blow up, come back. Blow I up, did that. Back. I did that. I did that before, man, but um, I got to get – for this BKFC thing, I got to get walking around 165. Walking around 165, 168. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not – nope, I'm not fall- – I'm – I'm st- I just had a a burger on uh, Sunday, and that's it. Boom, on my back, back to the diet. Yeah, that's discipline, man. That's discipline. And Aranya, I was actually going to ask you uh, at one point in time about your diet because I know sometimes uh, being like younger, fast metabolism, you don't always have to necessarily worry about it as much. Or do you take that very seriously? I was the same way. Honestly, um, it's okay. I, you I, I like a kid. Do <laughs> you try to gain weight? Well, it's hard for me to gain weight because I like eat like little like snacks throughout the day. Yeah. I can't eat like a full course meal. Like I, how I much do you weigh? A one sixty two. Oh, Sue, you're bigger, man. I thought you. I oh, thought you, thought like, you were a little lighter. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's hard. You're not it's hard. I've been trying to cut to 150 uh, last month, but I, I couldn't do that. I, and it was hard, and I was, like, really sick throughout that time, and I, I that's when I really couldn't eat. So I, I was, like, I guess I'm just, like, naturally, like, 160. And it's weird because I'm tall. You know, I'm not sure if it's because I have a bigger wide frame. but Bone density, man. Bone density is the hidden muscle. Bone density. Yeah. You probably have really dense bones. Yeah, and I run a lot too, so I don't know what what the deal is. And running makes your don't your bones denser, so you just got heavy heavy bones, man. I just got a heavy hit. Yeah, do you, you hit hard? Do people tell you that? <laughs> my mom, you know, my mom told me. What? You don't you hit know. your mom, do you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, she won't. You watch Time to play, mom. <laughs> you watched my last fight with uh, with my last opponent from the 
November scrapyard. I'm not going to spoil yeah. it. But she was like, oh, my God, you're weak. I'm like, no, I'm not. She's like, yeah, you need power. I'm like, I, what do you think I've been trying to do? I've been, <laughs> I don't know. She, she's only got, I don't really know, you know, but <laughs> it's hard because your own mother tells you that. <laughs> Do you do anything uh, to increase your power, your muscle mass, anything like that? Honestly, I just try to hit the bag as hard as I can, like focusing on a technique, because I think if you have more technique, it's better than having like big muscle. Yeah, did, yeah, you're right. You're right. The muscles. Uh, are you a boxer or MMA? Boxer. Yeah, yeah, dude. You'll I see it all the time, man. All the time they'll do be these big uh. Bodybuilding dudes, not all the time, but there would be a big dude like a heavyweight. Roll up in there, want to throw, want to throw some leather, and um, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it's over. Why, uh, I didn't, I didn't get to tell you guys this, but like my favorite fighters, like my favorite fighters are like Nick Diaz. And, oh, there uh, you go. Yeah, uh, Deontay, Deontay Wilder too. You know, he represents the skinny people. And I like that because, like, people don't think people don't think he can hit hard. And then, yeah. boom, he just preach, preach. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're right. from Stockton, man, so we're Diaz fans too. Stockton, hey. Stockton, two hundred nine. Yeah. Hey, T or Tiny Tate? Yes, that's solid because that means if somebody hits you, you're like a brick wall. That means they're going to hurt themselves. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've, I've sparked tank a few times. He's literally a tank, bro. He's a he's a little tank, but he's a tank, bro. They got the name for a reason. <laughs> yeah, real talk, real talk. I was like, I've always been a fan of those Diaz like, brothers. I can't lie, I always have fun, and uh, I think that they really make it more enjoyable. And many times in the, we like different conversations about you know, even if someone's a very excellent skilled fighter, if they lack the showmanship. Then they're just not going to sell out the tickets. And there's plenty of examples in the UFC. I don't know why I'm kind of spacing on one or two right now, where they have the skill, uh, they can they can win by any means necessary, but they're a very boring fighter. And whether it's the Diaz brothers win or lose, I'm going to watch that fight. I might have to get you know eight, ten friends over, all pitching five bucks in, but we're going to watch the fight because we know it's going to be entertaining. It's a slippery slope though because they're actually good. Yeah. It's when you got a fighter who's not good. That tries to talk crap like that, you know, they get humbled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they can talk crap because they're good. But, the, um, you know, I just I don't want to get – BKFC, Brandon Lambert, I felt bad because I was following some of his Facebook stuff. And uh, it's just like he just talks that mess. And, but then every, he got, like, beat a couple times. It's just like, oh, man. Dude, because you could talk yourself into a wreck, man. You could really do that. You could talk yourself into a wreck, and it happens, and you can see it sometimes. It happened with Khabib and McGregor. You yeah, talk yourself into a wreck where you're fighting mm -hmm. for your life. <laughs> Straight dummy. I have a question. Stop. What Mike uh, in the BKFC? If like a dude was like talking trash to you, would you like either like? Sit down and be quiet. Would you be like, okay, you're gonna see during the fight, or would you talk trash back? It depends, man. It really, it depends. It depends what's being said. But um, no, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna lose my cool, man. 
Um, I like talking with my hands. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I think that's a better way to talk. Um, everybody's different, though, man. I'm not knocking people who talk. It's just uh, I, I think um, you're kind of giving your game plan away a little bit when you're talking, too. So uh, me personally, uh, try to be, um, you know, reserved. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I know that we're going to be getting to this uh, time. We're going to let you go in a minute. But I have one last question. Sal K, you guys have, do you have one last question for uh, these guys? Yeah, I, I got one last one, bro. Um, for both uh, guests, do you guys, have you guys ever dabbled uh, with MMA? Does that, uh, is that a thing for any of you guys? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, but I, when I tore my Achilles, uh, that kind of went out the door. Um, I could still go back, but right before I tore my Achilles, I was doing jujitsu. Um, uh, I mean, every I mean, uh, cage tactics. I, I was doing. I was there. I was. I was training boxing and MMA. I was training like five times a day. But uh, as soon as Achilles snapped, uh, grappling kind of went out the door. So for right now, just pumping the brakes on that. Okay. Dope, what dope. about you? Um, I saw MMA. I, I considered it at first, but then like I saw these guys fighting with like MMA gloves at the October event, and I saw his tooth get knocked out, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. I don't uh, you know, my front tooth to be out. Hey, but that can happen <laughs> in boxing, too, bro. Come on, now. You still yeah. got time. He's got to bite down, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, I think that was top knocking comedian, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, oof, yeah, that's oof. It's crazy because I watch people fight MMA. I like, mean, those guys are fucking dudes are crazy. They're fighting with four ounce gloves, and then I get in there and fight MMA, and I'm like, oh, it's just a four ounce glove. I'm like, I think so I think I've seen a couple of your fights. Um, you get crazy, huh? Oh yeah, thank you. heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one one of them. You're like yelling in the camera. It was pretty cool. I was like, damn. Yeah, I, I have fun with it, you know, it's, and it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's enjoyable. I, I have kids and stuff, too, so it's like, uh, I think of it as if anything was happening anytime I got to stay ready. So that way, as long as I'm fighting in a setting like that, I'm putting myself in the situation so I know, should anything happen, I am prepared to handle and do what is necessary to keep my focus and my adrenaline to a certain level to where I can make still make rational decisions about Blackout, or most people say, I'm gonna see red and body to the red. Your kids like it, actually. Yeah, they enjoy it a lot. Um, they both cheer and they, they get to be like, Yeah, daddy's fighting and stuff. And uh, when we train together, it's uh, definitely like a bonding experience because they're not just like, I'll take the waist, they just fall alongside and they do a couple combos. And I try to teach them with pads, and it's, it's a, like they, they understand I can do like one, two dip, but they kind of make fun with it. and I mean, it's like it's to the point where when they do get older, I can be a little more serious about it. But at least, you know, we're starting that early. Yep. What about you? No. I know you got is it one kid or you got multiple kids? No, I got I got my other son. Um, he's a California or so, so California Nevada State champion and uh, 
Then the next year after that, the Southern California State Champion for boxing. Then he got um he got number he he fought for the national championship, the final fight. So he got he placed number two in the country for ki uh, kids MMA pancreation. So, yeah, what's, that's what's, what's up, your, bro. Yo, what's in your so, guys's? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll be nice to your family, nice to the kids. I would tell my kids be nice to your kids. <laughs> <laughs> that whole family is warriors. <laughs> my last question I was is a couple shows ago, I asked people what they felt their greatest improvement was. So I'm going to flip it and say, what do you feel that you want to improve the most about your fighting technique, whatever it is? And I don't know, you want to go first? Good questions. I want to be more patient and I want to learn how to pace. I think that's very more, very important. Yeah, it's always a battle. It's a war. <laughs> and, uh, for me, I'm just I just uh, work on my character every day. Get stronger and stronger character every day, and I know that's all. That's all. That's all you need. That's all I need. I love it. Yes. So that means before we hit the commercial break, I have to get shout outs from anyone that you want to give a shout out to where people can find you on social media and anything yep. that you want to say to the camera, the people or all your plug in. They'll get it. How long is the commercial break? That's like two minutes, a minute. And then, <laughs> and then you come back. Well, then we just come back and do a segment, and then we're good. So yeah, we do our segments. This is a this is your outing right here. Oh, Give okay. all your shout outs, your plugins, whatever you need. Okay, Mike, you want to start? Uh, sure. Uh, shout out to um to the Bomb Squad. Shout out to everybody at uh Temecula Boxing. Um, and shout out to everybody watching. Deuce. What about you, Aranya? I want to shout out Cutthroat Boxing, shout out Lights Out, shout out JB, shout out my whole family, shout out my Instagram, YoungChavo301, and shout out Emma Longevin at twitch.tv.com. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. I want some follows in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, that being said, thank you both. Uh, anything you want to tell them, Sam? Okay, because you guys, you guys were amazing tonight. Woo. I appreciate uh, both of our guests, man. I mean, these That's these right. guys are great fighters, uh, but they're also great people, you know. And uh, you know, we appreciate you guys' time. Thank you guys for laying for laying. Shout me. out to MMA Underground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, man. Thank you so, so much. Away. Hey, yeah, thank, thank you to your son on the, on the show, too, man. Hey, I saw you there smiling the whole time. <laughs> so, all right, Jay, send us the commercial break. Ananda Professionals and MMA Underground are teaming up to let you know about all of their great CBD products. Gummies are great for your stomach health, and your stomach health is a big part of your overall health. Fighters. Are you looking for something to help you recover faster that's safe and healthy? Ananda's got you covered. Use the promo code BBUnderground to save 10%. That's at Ananda. What's good? It's your homie.
What's good, it's your homie. What's good, it's your homie, Freezes Christ. Y'all know the deal. Um, make sure y'all head on over to uh, OvertimeHustling.com where you can catch all the latest merch, all the newest mags, all the media, everything, you know what I mean? And uh, you can also find me on Winging It with the homies Keith G, King Dell, and Payne Gusto. And you can catch me on Turf Tales with the homie SK. And if you got nothing to do on Sundays, even if you do got something to do, make sure you tap in the Overtime Reactions hosted by the homie Cuzzo. And I cannot forget the homie Jay over there at the Yankee and the Brit channel. So make sure y'all go over there and check them out. And hey, check me out, your boy, Freezes, on that Real Talk with Jay. It was a hell of an interview, yo. Gotta do it again. I keep saying it because I mean it. We gotta do it again. I had a great motherfucking time. But anyway, you know who it is. Freezes H, OTH, Yankee and the Brit, winging it, Turf Tales, Overtime Reactions, Chronicles Podcast. You know the drill, Cush's Corner. It's a motherfucking movement. So move with it. Or move out the motherfucking way. Simple and plain. Overtime hustling, we hustling overtime. Yeah. Great show. That was Man. every Fire. time. Fire. I don't know how. We just get good as guests every single time. And everybody's different. Every personality. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, the, the beautiful part, man, Street Beefs is legit a community, and you get to see different people from different walks of life, man. Absolutely. Yep. And we all share one thing in common. We're all getting in that cage. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, shit, man. You got something for the people? Hey, Buddy V's Fighters to Watch. So keep your eyes peeled because this is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> we'll start off with the scrapyard. I got Malik Ogun. Now, this was interesting because the fight, um, it was a pretty back and forth for a while, which actually had me intrigued. And I know that, you know, one guy looks real cut, the other guy doesn't. But I, like I said, I was there for the fight. It was a good back and forth, and he ended up hitting a good knockout. His athleticism is really up there. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen when he finds someone with the same athleticism but with the technical skill as well to back it up. So I want to see him back out there again. I want to see what he could do. And that's Malik Ogun. He's one to watch because he's coming back. Two. I watched that. That was a fire fight, bro. Yeah, right? It was like, yeah, it's, I don't like what people say this and that. It was, it was back and forth. The guy was holding his own. So, I mean. <laughs> All right. Fight number two. Or fighter number two. Street Peace West Coast. Very own Prince KT. Yeah. Now, I've talked about this man before. I actually got the pleasure of being on the podcast with him once before and talking to him, officially meeting him, which was cool. He's a good boxer. I like the way his athleticism is as well. And he also talked about doing MMA. I feel like it'd be a friendly spar if I ever got to just do some training with him, do whatever. Um, I'm curious to see where he goes because he's not only this music, he's also a professional wrestler at that. So I'm just a uh, overall just. I think he's just someone you need to watch as a person, as a fighter in general. I think he's going to be doing a lot of stuff. And, uh, yeah, you're going to want to see. <laughs> hey, KT, I'm trying to get some work next week. What up? I'm going to hit hey, you dude. up. I'm going to hit you up. Yeah, I'm about to take that little snippet from the West Coast group. <laughs> All right. Last one. This is my favorite from the OG yard himself, Mr. Mud. This guy's a beast. I, when I went to Virginia, I got to meet him. 
friendly as hell, too. Him and his wife are some of the nicest people that will help you out. But if you cross them, they will both get in this cage faster than you can even blink. And they will put those gloves on and beat you to a pulp. This man has earned the name Mr. Mud because he's down from – he digs down in the mud to come back and get that win. And, I mean, this isn't his first rodeo. He's from the OG yard for a reason. He's been around for a while, and he's at a beef fight. He's at a regular fight. He's at someone trying to call him. It just – it doesn't end well for his opponent. Just stay on his good side. <laughs> so those are my three fighters to watch. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, think it's – uh, we need might need a little fire. I think so, bro. It might be about that time. <laughs> Yeah, shit. You know what time it is? It's Sam K and the Fire Five. Let's go ahead and throw up that first fight. Coming up all the way from the OG yard. You see it? The Image versus Jive Joker. Man, this is a fire ass fight right here. Point blank. Period. The Image versus Jive Joker. Look this fight up. Uh, this is a uh, Jive's one of Jive Joker's first fights. Uh, so you get to see him in his uh, earlier stages. And uh, basically what we have here is a brawler versus a boxer. Classic bout. Uh, early on, you see, uh, you see the, the, the aggressiveness coming from Jive. Uh, and you also see the cunningness coming from the image. Uh, in this bout, one thing that was very noticeable was the corner man. I don't know if uh, people really take this in consideration, but your corner is pivotal in every fight. And it shows in this fight. Again, Street Beef's OG Yard, the image versus Jive Joker. Firefight, check it out. We're going to move on to the second fight. Coming all the way out of Street Beef's Scrapyard. Look this fight up. This is a fire-ass fight, period. El Giro versus Little Oos. Man, this, this right here is a banger, bro. Uh, we mentioned it earlier several times in the show tonight. Cardio is key. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it a little bit slower for the people in the back. Cardio <laughs> is key. It played a big role in this fight. Uh, we see big shots being thrown all throughout the fight. Very... Uh, as soon as the fight starts, first round, you know, we see bombs. Um, we also see a lot of heart. You know, I mentioned the cardio being key, but one thing you got to have when you don't have cardio, you got to have heart. And it's shown by both fighters. Great scrap. Street Beef Scrapyard, El Giro versus Lil Us. Fire fight. Check that out. All right, we're going to move on. You see it. Street Beef's West Coast. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I remember this day, and this fight right here was my favorite fight of the entire day. Okay? My favorite fight of the entire day. Big boy boxing. Let's talk about it, right? A uh, lot of combos. And what's even more impressive uh, is the inside work. The combinations are on the inside. We're talking about deep, deep waters. We're talking uh, right there. Head-to-head -head action in the clinch, you know, 
great work by these men. Uh, surprising, surprising movements. I mean, these guys could really move. You wouldn't expect that from the size, but these men were out here doing the damn thing. A lot of skill, a lot of pressure. Street Beefs West Coast. Ozone versus Pandasan. Check that fire-ass fight out. You won't be disappointed. Let's move on. Fourth firefight. We're going to take it all the way back to Street Beast OG Yard. Title match. Wood Jedi versus Money Mill. This is a title match. So you know it's fire. It's Money Mill. So you know it's fire. Wood Jedi. So you know it's fire. I'm talking about a classic bout. No backing down from either man. Fierce combinations all throughout the fight. Heart and grit by, by both warriors. I mean, what more do you want? And it's a title fight, so you're getting extra round at that. Street Beef's OG Yard title match. Wood Jedi versus Money Mel. Firefight. Check it out. Now we're going to move on to the last firefight of the night. We going all the way back to Street Beef's to another classic boxing match. Kickstand versus twin. Two skilled fighters. Uh, both of these guys had some size on them. Uh, pushing each other to the limits. Uh, what you saw in this fight was, was two boxers battling for command of the ring. And you saw that every round. Classic, bo uh, classic bout. Uh, and, and both men fought hard, you know, uh, not every time people come to the yard and they come to fight, both men stepped in and they stepped out and they showed out street beef scrapyard kickstand versus twin firefight. Check that out. Sound cool. Oh, those are some fire five right there. I like it. <laughs> yes, sir. No disappointments. Oh, no. And I'll give one tiny spoiler. In that last fight with Kickstand versus Twin, you guys, there's a spot when Twin gets hit with a nasty body shot. He goes, oh, and you see just a tiny bit of throw up come out. And then yep. after the fight, I remember someone's like, man, are you okay? He's like, oh, yeah, I swallowed that. That's normal. Well, no, I ain't losing that fight. I just was like, oh. damn. I think it was yep. every – we were like four fighters to scrap yard that the minute they threw up, they were done. They couldn't continue. So it was like, okay. And fighting period, bro, when you see someone throw up, generally it's a wrap. And, and you know, I'm glad you gave that little piece of info because from my perspective, I thought it was just a little spit, you know. I mean, it kind of uh -oh. looked like he wanted to throw up, but it looked like some spit came out and then, you know, he held it in. But, you know, shout out to that man, bro, because, yeah, yeah. he, he – he slugged on through, bro. Fire. Fire. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we can't keep you guys all night, even though we always have a blast every single Tuesday. Thank you guys very much. But uh, any shout-outs you want to give, Song K? Yeah, it's, it's about that time, bro. Uh, first and foremost, man, I want to give a shout-out to our guests. Uh, these guys, two warriors. Uh you guys go check out their fights, support these two men, uh, great fighters, great men. Um, and thank y'all for y'all time. 
Uh, I want to give a shout out to Street Beast West Coast, Street Beast Scrapyard, Street Beast Dirty South, Street Beast OG Yard. We do this for y'all, you know. Uh, Heart in the Fight, shout out to y'all. Overtime Hustling Magazine, shout out to y'all. Uh, yeah, man, I don't really do the social media. If you got me, you got me. Um, yeah, man, it was just a, a great show as always, bro. I want to thank my co-host, Buddy V, for always killing it. You know what I'm saying? You too, so okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And, uh, of course, the greatest producer in the world, Jay in the background. Thank you, sir. Always killing it. And uh, last but not least, our audience, man. We do this for you guys as well. Thank you all for uh, being here and kicking it with us. Go ahead. Thank you. And thank you, Go C2, man. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for coming out. We absolutely love all the support that we get because, you know, sometimes, you know, support isn't always in the form of money or in the form of this. Sometimes it is sharing somebody's post or just tuning into the podcast for a little while, whether it be the whole show, five, ten minutes, the beginning, the end. We appreciate all of it. So I know I've done that, too. If I can only go for ten minutes, you got that ten minutes. I, I You know, I'm in there. So Straight up. So here's the fun part. So tonight at midnight, there's a code getting released. If you're still on, let me see. So the letter Y, the word and, and the letter B. So Y and B, Yankee and Brit. So, yes, Y and B. You put on Y and, and B on dwell-world.com starting midnight. You are going to get 10% off your order, and it's going all throughout Christmas for December. So that way you can get a little something extra, whether it be Zwell merch, a Yankee and a Brit, something from one of the fighters that I sponsor, something else. I actually have two video game streamers that will be on the website here soon designing their logos. So, yeah. But you know where to get the merch. Go show some love. Um, Zwell underscore Buddy V for my Instagram. I do some giveaways. I actually am drawing a lot of stuff. For this upcoming Christmas for a lot of people. So you're going to see crazy artwork. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to take a tiny break from fighting. So I won't be painting with my fists. I'm going to be painting with brushes. <laughs> Other than that, shout out you know, to everyone that Song K said. Yeah, shout out to Song K. We wouldn't be able to do this show without a killer co-host. So shit, and Jay behind the scenes. Everyone else that tunes in, everyone else that always supported, thank you very much. And we're going to end it, like Jay always says, one world, one love, deuces. Come on.